Psalm 119, verse 137, the New Living Translation. O Lord, you are righteous and your regulations are fair. Bible before breakfast, Mildred King Sukunko here. So this week, we're talking about how to wait on God or how to wait for God. Yesterday, we talked about acknowledging God's sovereignty. Today, I want to speak to you about something a little bit different, just a bit different. And that is, if you're going to successfully wait for God till you get your victory, you have to constantly affirm God's righteousness. Listen to me. And I want you to listen good. And if you never remember anything I've said to you, please remember this. God cannot be the cause of your problems. I'll say that again. And maybe this time you should say it with me. Are you ready? Okay, let's say this together. God cannot be the cause of my problems. Once you can settle that in your heart, you are ready for victory. Because one of the things that keeps us in the place where we struggle with the things that are happening in our lives is because we think God is the one causing the problem. God is not the one causing the problem. That's why he wants to get you out of the problem because he's not the one causing it. You see, with God, there is no evil in God. The Bible tells us that there's no evil in him. God doesn't tempt anyone and he cannot be tempted with evil. He cannot give what he does not have. And that's one of the things you must settle in your heart forever. Satan tries to lie to you that one of the reasons why you are where you are is because God is trying to teach you something or God is trying to punish you for something you've done. Listen to me. God does not need to put sickness on you to teach you anything. God does not even have to put you in difficult situations to strengthen you. He doesn't need to do evil. What happens though is that when Satan has done something evil, God now tries to make sure that it works together for your good. So when Satan plots evil against you, that's which he meant for evil, God will still find a way to turn it around for good. Let me read to you James chapter 1, verse 17. It says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, with whom there is no change or shifting shadows. The God that we serve is a God who is good. And it says that every good gift it says that every perfect gift comes from this God. It comes from him. This God in whom there is no change or shifting shadows. In him there is no variation or shadow due to change. This kind of God is the one who is consistent in his ways. So no matter what it is you're going through, I need you to understand that our God does not change. He's only good. The Bible tells us that he is all good and only good is found in him. And let's look a, bit, a little bit at Hannah's life. And Hannah is one of the people that I learned how to wait from. And I think you can take your time and read her story. You'll find it in 1 Samuel chapter 1 and chapter 2. You'll find her there. 
And her life is very inspirational for anyone who is waiting on God for something. One of the things I learned about Hannah was that no matter what Hannah was faced with, she never lashed out at God. You will never find any verse where she's lashing out on God and saying, why did you do this to me? Why won't you give me a child? Why are you mean to me? What kind of God are you? In fact, I'm done. I'm done. If I give you till December 31st, if you don't give me a child, I'll show you my true colors, which is what most of us do these days. She never, no matter what she was faced with, no, ma- no matter how many times Penina insulted her, the Bible tells us that she was never offended in God. It never affected her perception of God's love for her. In fact, when she was hurting, the first person she ran to was God. Just because you don't get something when you want it doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. You need to settle that. I remember when my first daughter, Adassa, was very young. She would wake up in the middle of the night and ask me for sweets. It was the weirdest thing. And I knew that, first of all, she wasn't a sweet tooth. So I couldn't understand why she would want sweets in the middle of the night. Maybe she wanted to play with them. Maybe she liked the color. But I would say no, and I would say go back to bed. Did that mean I didn't love her? No, I just knew that it wasn't good for her to have it at that time. Now she would have to wait to wake up in the morning, or even during the day after she's had breakfast or lunch, to have a sweet. If she concluded just because I said no that she didn't love me, would she be right? No, she would be wrong. Many people in the Bible went through things, but they never, not once, did they lash out at God. Why? Because they understood God's righteousness. In him there is no evil. The Bible tells us also about Job. Job lost everything that he had. Oh, That must have been tough. He lost everything. His businesses, his children, his money, everything. And then he now lost his health. But you know what the Bible tells us in Job chapter 1 verse 22? It says in all of this, Job did not sin by blaming God. The NIV says Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. So he did not at any point say, You were the one that caused this in my life. You know what, God, I'm done. Why did you go and brag about me? Not once did he even think it. It didn't even cross his mind once that this thing could be coming from God. In fact, when his wife told him, do you still want to retain your integrity at this point in your life? Cause God and die. It made so much sense to her. Like, what kind of human being are you? You've lost everything. And you still want to stay here and say, my integrity is intact. I served God till the end. Say, are you joking? Cause God and die and get out of this misery. And you know what he answered her? He said, you talk like a foolish woman. Should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? They said in all of this, Job said nothing wrong. He knew that God could do him no evil. But even if God could, Job said, I'm not going to ascribe this evil to God. I'm not going to. He knew. And he said, I'm not going to just 
enjoy only good from God. And when, when I see a little adversity, I'm now going to say it's God that did this to me. I'm not going to do that. In fact, he considered it foolish when she said, curse God and die. Say you are talking, you are foolish. This thing I say is making you, you speak like a foolish woman. <laughs> Every time I read it, I, I, I can imagine the look on his face with all the sores and the boils on his face. Say you, 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 and you are talking like a foolish woman. <laughs> I just, I can't get over it. But in all of this, the Bible says he did not sin once by blaming God. He did not sin once by saying anything wrong against God. The truth is, sometimes good people have ugly problems. And it's no fault of theirs. It's not always because of sin. I remember the, the man who was begging. And they came to Jesus and they said, this man has been blind from when he was a child. Who sinned? Was it him or his parents? And Jesus said, it's not him or his parents. Why do you guys always think that when something is wrong, it means that it's punishment for sin? It just might be Satan being Satan. And... That's what I find these days. Once someone has a little challenge, they just say, God, it's not good. They all say, all oh, this, you're following Jesus. What good has it done you? People start to make you feel like you're praying and all of that doesn't favor you. Why are you serving God? You have served God. See, what has he brought you? People that are even unbelievers, they have children. People that have done abortions, they have children. People that are running around and sleeping around, they are making it in life. You are here being holier than thou. Just because you're having a challenge doesn't mean that your being righteous is wrong. God is not punishing you. He's ensuring that even though the devil meant it for evil, that he would turn it around for good. Keep your eyes on the faithfulness of God and his righteousness. Constantly affirm to yourself that no matter what I'm going through, God is a good God and only good and perfect gifts come from him. Say to him, O oh Lord, you are righteous. And your regulations are fair. Everything that you do is right. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Kunkwa.